0: Vietnam, and good timely greeting to you, dear listener, whenever and wherever you happen to be listening from. I am your host, Kyla, and you are listening to Play It Again, Kyla, the appropriately titled podcast. Now, if you've seen Casablanca once, you probably think that I've simply inserted my own name into a famous quote from the movie for that title. But if you're a cinephile like myself, who insists on watching and rewatching beloved films whenever possible, you probably know that that supposed quote which I'm referencing, Play It Again Sam, actually never appears in the film. The simple Play It Sam is often misquoted, giving rise to the phrase Play It Again Sam, which has become so widely quoted it even became the title of a famous Woody Allen play and film. But I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here. I'm starting this podcast as a medium by which I can disseminate my love of film, and also to keep from driving my loved ones crazy with my constant ramblings. I think they're getting a bit tired of my diatribes, so I figured, why not cast a larger net and annoy an even larger audience? In all sincerity, I cannot express the depth of my love for movies. I can't really remember a time when my existence wasn't influenced by film. My favorite pastime has always been watching and re-watching movies. C.S. Lewis has a famous attitude towards books that I agree with wholeheartedly and believe also applies quite well to movies. Lewis said that any book worth reading was worth reading more than once, and that the reading of a new book should always be punctuated by a return to an old and familiar one. I try to practice this formula in most creative areas of my life. Between encountering new books and films, I always try to return to one I've known and loved previously. Which brings me to the purpose of this podcast. I want to re-watch movies I love with the people in my life and see what sort of discussions these rewatches cause. More often than not, I'm going to try to discuss the film with someone seeing it for the first time to gauge the differences in the experiences of watching versus rewatching. I'm a big believer that there's no wrong way to experience films, but I do personally think there is a unique, incalculable value to rewatching. Occasionally, however, my guests will also be rewatching a film which is near and dear to them and will be discussing from that perspective rather than one of us having entirely fresh eyes. I think you can get to know quite a bit about a person by their thoughts on films, so I'm hoping that this will become a human interest piece of sorts and will help me understand my guests in new and exciting ways. But before I can get to know them, I suppose you should get to know me. I've devised a quick getting to know you game that I plan to use for guests and I figured playing it now would be a nice way to familiarize you with both myself and the questions. I think everyone uses, what's your favorite movie, as a standard getting-to-know-you question, but there are some other film-related questions that I think are more revealing and possibly more important. Here are those questions and my answers to them. Now, brief disclaimer, I haven't rehearsed these answers, so I apologize in advance if these are a bit jumbled and disjointed. Best film ever made. I'm going to have to be extremely basic here and go with Gone with the Wind. If you've ever been inside my apartment, then you know I keep these giant posters of Rhett and Scarlett above my bed. Um, those are two of my most prized possessions, those posters. I love them. I got them from a great little antique store in Gettysburg, and they just absolutely mean the world to me. Although Scarlet's eyes do follow me wherever I go. It's a bit creepy. But, yeah, Gone with the Wind undoubtedly in my estimation is the greatest film ever made. I know I'm probably a bit biased being that I am from Georgia and I also wholeheartedly believe that Olivia de Havilland is one of the most talented performers to ever grace this good earth but I didn't always feel that Gone with the Wind was the best film ever made. I thought that that was too um, frequently occurring of a response from most people and so I kind of didn't want to admit that it was the greatest film ever made because it is the most basic answer to that question, I think. It's the most um, common, at least. But about five years ago now, I saw it on the big screen in theaters for the first time, and it just is such a beautifully, lovingly crafted film. Everything from the acting to the cinematography to the score, uh, even the opening credits... It's just all so perfectly done. Uh, The fact that every Technicolor camera was on the Selznick lot during the filming of the Burning of Atlanta, every Technicolor, every Technicolor camera that existed at the time, is absolutely one of my favorite film facts of all time. And the Burning of Atlanta might be the most beautiful thing ever put on film. It's just absolutely astounding. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Gone with the Wind. Um, that wasn't eloquent at all. That was a bit all over the place, but that is my truthful answer. And I will definitely be talking extensively about Gone with the Wind in the near future on here. Um, the next question is film you have seen the most times and why? For me, that's definitely going to have to be Where the Heart Is. The 2000 film starring Natalie Portman, Ashley Judd, Stockard Channing, Sally Field, John It's just such a phenomenal ensemble of women who were all at their best or rising to their very best at the turn of the millennia. It's such a beautiful film. I know it's a bit of a cliche chick flick, but I just have such an emotional connection to this movie. I, for those who know me, uh, you've definitely heard this story many times. But when I was about seven years old, I had recently become very obsessed with Star Wars. A cousin of mine showed uh, those movies to me on a family beach trip the summer that I was seven. I just absolutely fell in love, was completely obsessed, was absorbing all things Star Wars. And I just happened to be sitting on my couch one day around Christmas time that year. And I was playing on my mom's laptop. Lord only knows what I was doing on that laptop at seven years old. Probably something embarrassing like Webkin's because that was my life at the time. But uh, CMT began playing Where the Heart Is. And I glanced up and I saw this woman portraying this pregnant teenager with a very thick southern accent. And I was struck because I was like, hey, I recognize her. That's Padme. And at seven years old, I hadn't quite realized what acting was it hadn't fully set in with me that one person could fully inhabit so many different roles and so this was just a huge moment of epiphany for me where I was like oh this is what filmmaking is and this is what acting is or this is what acting should be and it was just like it all came together for me in that moment and that's when I really began to appreciate films and when I decided then and there that Natalie Portman is the most talented actor to ever exist, which is a fact that I still believe in a hill on which I am prepared to die. So yeah, Where the Heart is just has great sentimental value for me because it's the first film I ever like loved to that level, to that degree. And I still love it. You know, you can say that the performances are a bit heavy handed or ham fisted. You can say that the plot is your standard chick flick, but it doesn't matter because that movie is comfort food to me, and I watch it probably on about a monthly basis, and I will continue to do so. I've I've definitely seen it well over a hundred, probably closing in on two hundred times, and I love it. So the next question is theater or at home viewing. This might be controversial. this This question is is hard for me when I when I wrote it for guests in the future. I agonized over what my answer would be and you know what in the heat of the moment right here I'm gonna go at home viewing I think that going to see a film in the theater is such an important and great experience but there's nothing like that comfort factor of just popping a movie in your dvd player and watching it from your couch or your bed or your chair of choice and I think that movies can be good in theaters but the true judge of whether or not they are great is if they stand up during that at home viewing. And obviously, I'm partial to rewatches, and rewatches tend to occur at home. So, yeah, I love them both. But overall, I'm going to go at home viewing. The next question is earliest movie memory. This, I'm thinking really far back here, and I genuinely believe that my earliest movie memory is of Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure. I'm really dating myself here um, but I was two about to turn three when Disney released that direct-to-video sequel and I remember staying with my grandmother um, on a Saturday night and she bought me that VHS and I watched it that Saturday night And I got up the next morning and we went to church. And after church, I just spent the rest of the day wearing that VHS out. And it's the first time I can remember doing that. But as soon as the movie ended, I rewound it and watched it again. I probably watched it like six times that one day. And I just loved it. It's the first time a movie like got inside me like that. And all I wanted to do was just watch it over and over again. Don't know why Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, was the film that I had that experience with. But it was. And... I loved it. Thankfully I developed a bit more refined taste soon thereafter and Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure uh, was soon displaced by Swing Time the Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movie which is the first movie that I can ever remember definitively saying to people that was my favorite movie was Swing Time. I was a very very strange young child very strange three to four year old. And the last question is movie you think everyone should watch at least once. This is another really tough one. I have two movies swirling in my mind right now, and it's really difficult for me to choose one, but that's what I'm gonna do because I feel like it would be kind of cheating to name two. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. The first one that comes out of my mouth, and it's gonna be charade the 1963 film starring uh, Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant. It's a Stanley Donan film. It's often referred to as the greatest Hitchcock film Hitchcock never made. Cause, as I just said, it's directed by Stanley Donan, not Hitchcock. But it is a whodunit of sorts. But it is just Audrey Hepburn at the top of her game, Cary Grant at what I would define the top of his game, even though he is a bit older in it, but it's my favorite performance of his. It's hilarious. It's witty. It has what I think might be the greatest opening credits of all time. Um, it's these beautifully animated words scroll across the screen and um, these different, uh, just like geometric figures and everything. And it was absolutely astounding graphics to have at the time in 1963. Um, the score is great, the costumes. I mean, they're Audrey Hepburn and Vinci, so they're beautiful. But what I love most about it is it has what I think is the greatest dialogue ever in any film. It's just the absolute wittiest, most brilliant dialogue. And yeah, so I think that's a film that everyone should see at least once. And I love recommending that movie to people because it's actually in the public domain. So it's accessible um, and free to absolutely anyone So you should definitely check it out. I hope my sister isn't listening because one time she had a dog who ate my copy of Charade and I forced her to buy me another one. And now she's hearing that that movie is available free absolutely everywhere. So sorry that you wasted a few dollars on me there, Michael, if you're listening, but it was worth it because it's a great movie. The other movie that I was considering to answer that question with, I will definitely talk about in the near future. So don't worry, you'll get that answer eventually. But, yeah, Charade. It's a movie everyone should see at least once. So, that's me, and those are the questions I'll be using to introduce my guests in the future. I have quite a few exciting episodes planned and a great many movies that I can't wait to discuss with you. If you have a movie you want to hear me talk about, feel free to leave a review or comment. You can reach out to me at Kyla underscore Z underscore Percival on most social medias, or simply Kyla Percival on Facebook, so feel free to reach out to me there um, and drop me a movie that you really want to hear me discuss. But I'll be def- I'll be uploading an episode uh, in the next little bit here where I will be discussing Jackie, the 2016 Natalie Portman film. Is anyone surprised that the first film I'll be discussing is a Natalie Portman film? Probably not. But I'll be discussing that with my sister, Miss Michael Riley Marlette. I wanted my first guest to be someone who... Watches movies in a completely different manner than I do, and no one is more different than me in every possible and conceivable way than my dear sister. She actually makes fun of me for the way I watch movies a lot, so hopefully she doesn't roast me too terribly. But we will be discussing Jackie, which is the movie I have seen the most times in theaters, so you'll get to hear that story and all about our thoughts on that film. So definitely tune into that. Thank you for listening to my introduction. This is Kyla Percival signing off and saying I voted for Andy Kaufman.